How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're tuning in to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Lizzie the Gifted, where I document my journey every single day as an independent musician. Today, we've got my man, previously Axel Beats one. Now it is Kame Beats. Is that, am I saying it right? Kame. Kame Beats. Okay, now we've got my man, Kame Beats here, uh, somebody who is doing the music producing, artist coaching, mixing and mastering and such. So we're going to get to hear a perspective of another guy who's grinding it out as a music producer so my guy kame beats what is going on not much man just woke up not too long ago um just you know making beats today have a mixing and mastering project i actually need to work on later and yeah i just did my instagram uploaded my beats so yeah i'm just now i'm just talking with you nice awesome so i'm very curious like how did you like what was it like for you growing up? I always like to know people's backgrounds, how they were, where you grew up, and like how you got into music. Oh, I grew up, I've lived in Canada all my life in Vancouver, which is just above Seattle. Uh, like, I started music when I was probably like five or six. Like, my grandma taught me like piano, just like our national anthem and like some really simple, like the C major scale and stuff like that. Um, and just like how to move your hand up the keys and stuff. So like that was like my first experience with music. Then like grade school, I played saxophone from like grade five to seven. Then in high school, I didn't play in band, but I played guitar from like 10 years old till like 20 years old. In high school, I used to always like want to just like be like slash and just like move to LA and try to start a band. <laughs> I don't know. I think that dream was a little far fetched. Um, but yeah, then I ended up, uh, starting like making beats when I was like, maybe like 20 or 19, like a little, little older. And then, yeah, I just started posting them about two years ago, maybe now a little, yeah, a little bit over that. And yeah, since then I've, uh, actually like, built a pretty big business from it. I make like a, a decent amount from it. That's, that's awesome. That's about it. Yeah. Very cool. How old are you now? 23. Okay, cool. So I'm 27. I just turned 27 like a couple weeks ago. Uh, what is like, what are some things that you've seen in terms of like, like how has, I mean, cause it sounds like you've, you've had like a, an interesting evolution. Like you started with your, like your grandma teaching you and then you like have done other kinds of genres and then you found your way into like this, making beats world like what are some things that you've seen not just in your own life but like um like in the industry or you know in the world in general that kind of has shaped the way you do things hmm. like like i said earlier almost it's like that dream i had as far fetched it's like nowadays a lot of um a lot of online things are more successful. Like I said, I was going to grab my guitar and move to LA and start as a band. Like, I don't think like if you look at the numbers, like I don't think a lot of emerging rock bands are doing well. Like I think mostly the things that do well in the charts are like the older rock artists that are already established 
et cetera. Like if you look at like what's emerging artists and what's new in the like top charts, it's mostly like trap artists, pop artists, things like that. Right. And 90% of that is done in like a bedroom. So, I mean, when I started, when I started realizing that, like, that's when I really started like not worrying about like doing real world stuff almost, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. obviously if you can go to like a meeting here and there, it's valuable, but yeah, I guess that's sort of what made me realize like what I sort of realized is like, yeah, it's, you can do everything from your computer. You can just start a business from there. And so yeah, that's just kind of what I focused on. It shifted me from trying out for bands and trying to do that kind of thing to just being like a bedroom producer basically. Yeah. I'm curious too, as to what you think of this, like, obviously we're pretty similar. We both started as creatives, like music people. And now we're both trying to be business people too. Like, you know, and getting into that world, you've talked about how you were reading, like you, you were talking beforehand about Russell Brunson's books and click funnels and that whole thing. But talk about like, what was that like for you going from like music and being like, damn, I got to do this business thing now. First, honestly, I was kind of reluctant. Like when I first started like realizing that I was like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to have a business side. I don't want to like learn all this crap. Like this isn't what I wanted, but the more I actually got into it, I actually started liking it more and more like learning marketing, learning the psychology behind like sales things and like that. I was actually very interesting to me and like advertising and all that kind of thing. So that honestly, like it was something I liked. So you never know, right? Like at first I thought I was not going to like it, but when I started learning it and getting into it, I actually ended up really liking that. But I remember when I started, I used to make beats like eight hours a day and just push all that stuff like completely out and not you do it. And I literally would just post men put me, I'd post a beat on YouTube once in a while and it'd just get like 10 views, 20 views or something is really when I started like looking into marketing tips, like, looking what works, copying what like the people that are already successful and using them sort of as like a template. Like that's when I learned right. not, not from just like not doing my marketing and ignoring it. That was the worst. Yeah. Right. Same. And I think, I think for me too, I've noticed that I like the business stuff too a lot. I'm pretty sim- you know, similar to you in that. And I think that, um, do you think there's like a sense of like creativity when it comes to the marketing and the business? Oh yeah, for sure. Like you can really get creative when it comes to marketing. Like there's all sorts of types and all sorts of different things. Like the most recent big example I know of is like that Mario Judah guy where he just had that whole stunt where he like dropped a whole lot of red because Playboy Cardi is like holding it off for so long. I don't know if you heard about that. No. Oh no. But like there's, you know, Playboy Cardi and like whole lot of red, right? I don't know a whole lot of Red. I know who Playboy Cardi is, though. Well, he's got this album that he's been teasing for, like, two years now. And, like, he hasn't dropped it. And basically all his fans are just starting to, like, almost turn on him because he's not dropping it. Like, it's been, like, two years. And, like, he just, like, keeps teasing it. But anyway, so this guy, Mario Judah, like, made this video, like, saying, if you don't drop it, like, I'm going to drop a whole lot of Red. So then he dropped his own album called Whole Lot of Red. And he, like, no one knew who he was before this, and he just blew the, like, fuck up out of this. Like, it was crazy. Like, he's got, like, I think 3 million views on his first music video or something like that, and he, like, 
engineered it himself, recorded himself, rapped himself, like all everything. Like he did everything, even the music video. I think he just didn't edit it and film it like himself, but he like funded it all himself. I'm pretty sure. Mm. So yeah, and like that was just like a crazy, like that's a pretty creative marketing move, like challenging. He challenged like a big rapper. If you don't drop your album in a week, I'm gonna drop it. And then that got attention. And then he dropped his album, and it was like crazy. It blew up, right? Mario Judah, bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he's like a Playboy Cardi. He sounds exactly the same, basically, right? Bit as in B I H, yeah, Y A H, bit yeah. It's so sick. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Okay, so very interesting. Okay, and we're talking about the creativity of marketing, right? So, and, and you're saying like he somehow inserted himself like into the conversation of Playboy Cardi teasing his, you know, if that was kind of like when uh, when Young Thug dropped Barter 6 before Carter 5 dropped. Like, did you ever... Yeah, exactly, same right? Like I think same sort of playing off someone else, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very but, it's very yeah. funny. I mean, what are, what are like are there like marketing things like that that you want to get into or things that you've tried to do before? Maybe not huge stunts like that cuz I don't know if I have the creative mind for that, but like I go like my marketing appeal is more just sort of like um consistency um i try to have a strong brand like strong visuals because you know visuals people always trust things that have a better visual or a cleaner visual um and then yeah like i always just try to um research some like you know i look up youtube videos for marketing tips and stuff like that so i learn like you know running some google ads facebook ads remarketing and stuff like that Okay. You know, funnels, like building a lot of free content I give out to just get my name in people's computers, right? Like a lot of free kits where I might just even give it away for free, just and it has maybe a notepad or every file in there says at Kame Beats or at, used to be Axel Beats one, but, um, and then, so then they just know who I am. They've got this file in their computer that just has my name. So it's just sort of, they're just like, oh, this guy. And then if they ever see me, they're like, oh, they just know it puts it in their brain a little bit, right? It reminds them. And same thing with uh, email, like I do email collects for them as well. Like some of my like largest viewed YouTube videos and like most successful kits that sold the most, like for beats and kits and stuff, like I gave them away for free. So like you can just find them on Reddit for free, but they've sold like thousands of dollars just because really? pe okay. people like chose to buy them like they're available and people just wanted to support me or whatever right 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 right. what what do you think has been some of the things that you've done that so those are some of the things that have sound like they work really well what what are some things that you tried that were like fuck that didn't work very well like do you remember any of those you maybe categorized them as failures or losses or just something where you're like wait i didn't that didn't work the way i wanted it to learning experiences I mean, I would definitely think like just probably when I started out, like the past like six months or actually the past, uh, like since 2020 started, I've sort of been on the right track. I feel like 
but definitely before then I feel like I was all over the place with like my marketing, my branding, everything. Um, a few ideas that I had that like didn't really go right. Um, um, I, I don't know. I, I just used to be one of those people that just used to post my music constantly, like nonstop, nonstop, like just post my music. Um, I even ran ads on it. Like, so that was definitely a bad strategy. Like I was running ads on my music that was barely getting any views already. And then I was like spending a lot of money pushing it out to people and it just wasn't really gaining traction. Right. Like just like beat videos with visualizers or like me playing on a beat pad or something. But like, yeah, that like, like I think like if you don't have like organic traffic already and you're not like gaining traction already and you have like some solid content going, then you shouldn't really be running ads especially the way I was like, I was just blindly running ads to like the whole world with just like tags of like hip hop, rap, trap, like kind of, you know what I mean? Just like, you got to do your research and you got to like know what you're going to do before you spend money on advertisements or things like that. Yeah. Right. 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 And I think a lot of people, like when I ask, like, especially with artists, I'll ask you, Oh, have you ever ran ads before? And they're, they, they're like, yeah, yeah. I've ran ads. Like they've spent like 40 bucks or they just do the boost your post on Instagram thing, you know, um, kind of just thinking like that's the way. So like for you, when was it that you made that switch from, all right, I'm doing these things that don't work, like all the stuff you were talking about to finally like doing stuff that actually started working. What was like the, was there a mindset shift? Was there a, something you read in a book? Was it uh, training you watched? Like what was it that shifted everything for you? It was actually um, these guys that I, I don't know if, I think they messaged me or I found them, but I'm pretty sure you know them, Boost Collective. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I found their posts and like they just had these posts that were like, you have to have a strong brand, like your colors need to be, you need to have a color template and you need to be consistent, like blah, blah. They had a bunch of tips on like building a fan base. And at that time they were actually like above me. They had like 11 K or 11 or 12 K followers on Instagram. And like now I'm actually past them by like 5,000 followers or something like that. So mm-hmm. I took their tips and like I ran to the bank, you know, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I learned almost a lot of shit from them. And then I started like branching out from there. Like I, before I was like very close minded and just kind of posting beats and not pushing the marketing side away. But as soon as I found them, I kind of realized like, I really have to start thinking about this, start researching marketing. And that was sort of like my light bulb moment when I found their account. So yeah, I kind of owe it to them. That's, that's hella funny. I have a podcast I did with Jabari. Who's the head of that. Like I did an episode with him. So that was cool to get to talk to him. That's dope that you learned from them. Like that's so interesting. So what was it that you started like doing when you like saw their material and stuff? As soon as like, like I had already kind of got it going when um, they talked to me, but like I didn't really have it down was I was starting to make like what I do a lot of the times I make like hopeful content for producers and artists like uh, you know, tips on what to do, like, you know, how to make money as a producer, um, common chord progressions, you know, like 
uh, skills you should learn besides music production, how to get your music heard online kind of thing. Just like all these little tips that, that draw artists and producers in. So, you know, it just gains traffic and just more of a chance that they're going to go through my store, browse my stuff. think there's max mixing and mastering, there's beats, there's sound kits. So, you know, that's my customers, right? Our artists and producers. So by like making content for artists and producers that has value, that's like what started like really getting my mind flowing. I was like, I need to make a lot of value because why are people on my page for just beats? It's like no one's just listening to beats on Instagram. You know, it's like, that's what Spotify is for. That's what like all those other things are for. Right. Like, and in my like game, I was going for like leasing beats, selling sound kits. I wasn't really like trying to go Spotify, like producer crazy. Right. That's actually something I'm trying to get going right now is starting to build my Spotify up nowadays. Cause like I've got like beat leasing and sound kits sort of, on a good place but yeah that was basically it like they sort of taught me you got to provide value and you've got to have content that people want to see right because people don't just want to see beats like people like to listen to beats but instagram's not the place right no so yeah that's when i sort of realized yeah you gotta provide value and that brings people in and then yeah i had like some posts you know go pretty like crazy on the impressions and stuff like that. And ever since then I've just been gaining like consistent followers and it just consistently is building. And, you know, I'm hoping to hit maybe hundred K by the end of, uh, uh, 2021, uh, but that's a pretty like long time from now. So, yeah. So that's, so I was going to ask like, what's like the next, uh, what's like the next, I don't know. What's like the next big um, thing that you're going to do or the next big project or like, what is the next thing that you're shooting for? I actually just mentioned that. Yeah. Like I've sort of got my beat leasing and my sound kits down now. I've got like some customers that actually come back consistently. And when I, I gain sales, I actually have like some um, like SEO on Google for like sound kits and stuff like that. Like if you Google one shot kit, the first result that comes up is my Reddit one shot kit. It's like a free kit on Reddit and it's the first result that comes up when you look up one shot kit. So there's like certain things I have that I built that just like went crazy and they helped me gain like traction like that. So um, yeah, now what I want to focus on a lot is like um, building um, streaming services like uh, Hmm. Spotify, Apple music, uh, yeah, so like I'm gonna start uploading a lot of beat tapes, a lot of lo-fi music is what I'm gonna plan on because that's sort of study music, lo-fi music has like a large listening base. So I also enjoy making it. How did you rank for this search term? Like the one shot kit? Yeah. It's just Reddit, like beat wave supply somehow on it. But that like one shot kit, it went like crazy on like Nick Mira has it. Oh, like shit, I've seen, really? I've seen Nick Mira use it on stream. Oh, whoa. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. I emailed it to him. Like when I first made it, I guess he downloaded it and you know. That's fucking wild, huh? 
That's sick. And so when you, when it, I was curious too, like when it comes to like ads and shit, like you run Google ads and Facebook ads. Usually. Yes. Dude, break down Google ads for me a little bit. Like I've never run Google ads. I've done YouTube a tiny bit. Like what, how do you, how does it work? It's pretty, pretty similar. Like once you get like familiar with the UI and stuff, they're basically the same thing. The only difference is, is like Google ads, you can run YouTube ads, right? And like, um, I'm not gonna explain the whole thing, but there's a really good video, DJ Payne One and Mike Tramp have on uh, uh, running ads. <laughs> my cat. Matt, we got a friend. <laughs> my cat's for, podcast, for the podcast, people listening right now, his cat just came across the desk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, they have like a really good um, video on running Google ads for your YouTube videos where you can just set uh, spend 0 0.01 of a cent for each view you get. So you can say to spend $5 a day or $2 a day and you'll get like, you know, maybe 200, 500, 1,000 views per day, which is pretty good, right? So you just consistently add those to your beat videos. And the way you work it is you put them beneath. So say you have like a, it's all explained in the video, but say you have like a soulful Meek Mill type beat or something like right. that. Uh, you would look up producers that are doing well that have soulful Meek Mill type beats and you tag your ad beneath their video. So you know when you see, when you're forced to see an ad before someone's video, you yes. can like, you can basically be the Kyle Beats Drip plugin, you know? Like you can force anyone that watches like anime type beats to watch your anime type beats. So it's a really good way to gain people that want to listen or artists that are looking for that kind of beat, right? So it's like a small spend for like some good like artists that are listeners, you know, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to get more into YouTube ads myself for, for not even just selling beats, but as an artist myself, like, because I'm, you know, for example, like really recently, like the past few days, Facebook had some really drastic change to their ads. It's got to do with Europe where, where like you can't run messenger ads to Europe at all. Like you can't run conversion messenger campaigns to Europe right now. Like, oh, the privacy thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I looked into it a that. little, yeah, I looked into it a little and it just like, you can't run convert. I don't think it can. I think it's like no conversion campaigns and no messenger campaigns to Europe. Uh, and I was like, whoa, this is, and now like, that's not a big deal. You could still run conversion campaigns, just not to Europe. But I was just thinking, wow, Facebook can literally just one day come out with this new thing and boom, you can't run certain types of ads, like pretty, pretty immediately. And I was like, I got to start looking into other kind of advertising platforms. And like, I know TikTok ads is something that's not super popping right now, but it's a thing that exists. Um, that I might look into as well, mm -hmm. but you know, yeah, like it can be, it can be very, you know, weird to just rely solely on paid ads because like they can just change that shit and like you're fucked basically. Yeah. Yeah. I actually experienced that like just a few months ago, like this August Facebook ads just locked me out of my account and I actually still don't have access to it. Oh, I have, wow. 
like I've been in support tickets for for that long. Like I originally got locked out because I had a Facebook store that had beats and you're not allowed to have non-physical items in your Facebook store. Like you can't sell non-physical items. So I, I was selling like beat, like my beats on there with just like a picture. And so they like, um, they like banned my um, shop, which was connected to like my Facebook business account. So my business account got like uh, locked out when I talked to them, I was like, Hey, look, it was my shop. Um, that was a mistake. Like I won't post anything that's not physical on there. I wasn't aware of that, et cetera, et cetera. Can I have my account back? They unlocked my account, but when it unlocked my business account, they didn't unlock like the ad account that it was attached to for some reason. Like my ad account was still locked out. And I, now that like the thread, the original thread is closed that like for that, um, support ticket. I just can't seem to get back in because I can't access that ad account. And whenever I go and submit a ticket, like their support is so automated and so like, it's not a real person talking to you. It's just like preset messages. And then it says from Linda, like I've tried to ask them, like, can you help me? Like, please blah, 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 blah. And it just sends me like some automated message. So it's like, I've been locked out for this long and when that happened, like I lost like half my revenue almost from like <laughs> making sound kits. Oh, wow. And it was like a huge loss. Yeah. But I've like, since then I've sort of like pushed harder on my organic traffic. Right. And just, um, I've found other ways, right? Like you said, there's other options like beat stars. I have all my beats on beat stars. Beat stars has a promoting function. And like, they have like millions and millions of artists on there all the time and producers. So like I pay for some ads on there instead. And that, that sort of made up for it. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, so I'm still locked out of my Facebook and I'm still in support tickets with them. But I honestly, at this point, I just made a new account. But why I was fighting so hard for that one is because it had all my leads, all my past information for conversions. And I can't, like, I won't get that in a new one. So all that, I had my sound kit ads so well on conversions. Like they had so many sales tracked that like when I ran my sound kit ads, it was converting like, double like I would run it like $10 a day and my kits that were $20 were selling like once a day at least like once a day so it was like it was just doubly converting so if I put you know $30 I would sell like $60 basically it was just the conversions were crazy and then I got locked out <laughs> fuck I know it was like I was like oh this is going great and then of course ups and downs dude fuck that's crazy. I'm still going to try and get it back, but I'm probably going to start a new account and start building a new one now because I might as well. Right. I knew my beats weren't like crazy. Like I knew they were sort of meh, but you got to start like posting. You got to start getting that like the start practice. It's just like anything else, right? Like posting hashtags, like learning your thumb, like putting the right thumbnails. It's all something that takes practice, right? You got to, you gotta, you don't just make your first video and it's the freaking dream video. Like most right. people, most people don't, I think. So it's like, you know, stop it. Uh, you gotta like, uh, practice that shit. So like, yeah, like the more you upload, 
like consistently and stuff, the more you'll have an idea of what works, what doesn't work and stuff. So even if you're bad, like I recommend just getting your stuff out there, right? right. More content. I sort of like, I like uh, when I started making beats, like the reason I pushed out beats all the time and was like pushing stuff all the time is because I was sort of following Russ's ideology of like, you know, like put a song, he like put a song on SoundCloud every day for years. And then when he got famous, people were like, oh, this Russ guy. And they look him up. He's got 600 songs to choose from, you know, it's like, holy crap. I could just listen to this guy forever, you know, like is he had so much content already out there when he popped off with like his first few big songs that like he had such a catalog built that like people weren't like not able to find him or anything, you know, it was crazy. So, and now right. he has, and now he has like a hundred percent of all his publishing royalties and everything because he did it all independently with just like TuneCore or something like that and not mm-hmm. put it at all. Like, yeah. So that's crazy. So I wanted to kind of do that, but with beats and like beat streaming and beat leases and stuff, get a bunch of content out there. Right. Sort of, yeah. like cymat- sort of like cymatics too, right? Like crazy amount of free content. And then, you know, upselling that from there to like another huge, like they do a lot of bulk stuff, right? Like crazy. Right. The amount of the amount of packs they pump out and crap, right? Yeah. I mean, so I'm curious about something too. Like you're talking about building your Spotify. How, like, do you mean like Spotify with your beats? Where people would just listen to your beats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I haven't done that that well, uh, but like, like I'm trying to do that consistently now. Gotcha. Okay. Um, do you know Omido beats? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I actually talked to him like on DMS and we were like sending uh melodies to each other. Really? Yeah. So he, um, have you talked to him about building up his Spotify? Because he he's built up his Spotify pretty well. I, I checked that's actually like I talked to him, I think it was like a few a month or two ago. And so I was setting him melodies and that's when I checked him out. I checked out his Spotify and I was like, holy crap, he's got it like crazy locked down. So that's when I sort of started like thinking like I need to build this up a lot myself too. Yeah, he's like done really well with that. I mean, I know like he's definitely like really big on like the whole, like now he's much bigger on like personal branding than he was before. Um, and he like, he told me that like he, you know, he used to have like a YouTube channel where it was just his beats. And then he switched over. Now he's doing like these behind the scenes videos and his Instagram page is like his face. I also know he's been doing it for a while and he's gotten like some big placements. So maybe that helps as well with his brand. But yeah, I mean, I would definitely like talk to him about like Spotify and shit. Um, you know, because I know that that's something that he does. He has a nice Spotify following, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who are like, uh, who are like some people like as you were coming up and even now that you like look up to as people who are like, Oh yeah. Like that's somebody I want to model my success after. Um, there's a lot of them, but like a lot of people were like, like I said, cymatics, um, Steven cymatics, Drew cymatics, like those two guys, um, uh, busy works beats. I learned like a lot of my producing stuff off him and he has a lot of like 
business and marketing. Like he's, he was one of the first people that had like a producing health website where he had like producers coming for like mostly lessons on music theory and stuff like that. But still like the theory of having like a producer helping other producers, like he was one of the first people to start doing that really crazily. Right. Um, and yeah, just, uh, Simon Servita, a lot, a lot of music tutorial guys. Um, I might forget a few, but, um, yeah, I don't know, like mostly just those kinds of guys. I don't, I don't think of any more, but. Have you done any of those behind the scenes videos or like making beats videos at all? Like I've done a couple and like, yeah, like I want to start doing those more consistently and getting my face there more consistently. I have like some videos of my face and like making beats and I've done a few streams and stuff like that, but that's something I want to build as more as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know so like that's, me, oh, go ahead. Oh yeah. So as I was gonna say with me, like I said, like I want to build the Spotify stuff. Like I want to like, when I've already got my beat leasing thing, like I actually work like a full-time job. So like I, my time isn't like super available all the time, but yeah, like, um, the time I do have, I always dedicate to beats like 99% of my day. Right. But yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, like I know guys I looked up to the big one was Ryan Leslie. That was the first dude who I like really, um, I really was like oh yeah this dude's making these videos of him doing like the shit behind the scenes and and then seeing guys like uh probably Pat Ryan was the next guy who I really like and then it was probably like Kyle Beats yeah Um, Kyle Beats that's another one yeah Kyle Beats another one I looked up to big time yeah I mean he's got the whole vlog aspect of his thing which is very cool um you know and I definitely want to start doing I want to start doing more of those as well dude video editing for me is such a fucking drag though like i don't do it i fucking hate video editing i feel the exact same way man that's like i don't mind sitting down in front of the camera a ton but oh man spending my time video editing that's like the the least favorite out of all my things to do yeah like i don't do it ever like i hate doing that shit like that's why i just chose to go with this podcast thing because dude podcasting is so easy for me i just record and go it's just raw yeah yeah like it's so easy it's fun i mean but if I were to give people tips, like if you're in the beginning or wherever you are in your journey, I would always tell people like, try to make video. Video is super engaging and it's a great way to get people. And like YouTube, the platform of YouTube is so like, it's such a great way to organically grow. Like if you just upload a lot on YouTube, you'll grow. It will, the algorithm will work for you. Yeah. Another one I followed a lot was, uh, you know, origami beats. No, I don't uh gami he's a he's a huge like i actually followed him like he was posting beats he has like really famous beats and stuff like i actually like i i really like his beats like i'm not a fan of a lot of like producers beats like i listen to beats so often but i I like his beats he makes like anime type beats and stuff like that samples like a lot of like track like japan kind of sounding stuff like that and yeah it's really dope that's fire um, um, he's from Germany too, and I'm actually German, so it's kind of cool. But yeah, like uh, he, I watched him. Like he was making beats. He had a channel with I think like 100k <clears throat> on YouTube, 
and he started a channel for like making like videos of him making beats and just like all that kind of thing at zero i watched him start from zero it already now i think it's like a year or two later he has two hundred thousand subscribers What's his name? origami beats he built that in less than two years i'm sure of it that's fucking crazy. Yeah, but damn, dude, that's crazy. Are yeah, you looking at him? Yeah, I'm. I'm checking him out. Oh, yeah, like, like his second his second channel. You mean? Yeah, like his second channel, Gami, actually passed his first. It's actually almost at 300k now. Yeah, it's at 277. I should. But yeah, like now. like his first one, he's had it for like maybe like four or five years now. Yeah, he started it in 2015. But that second one, like the Gami one, he started it October 6, 2017. So here's the thing for you. In three years, literally three years and two months, he got 277,000 subscribers. Right. And all he posts on that is just videos of him making beats. I remember the first one that went really, really viral, like that he was making, um, was uh, I think it was the one he was making with the yeah the i it was i made a most chill beat from this instrument and it's just a ocarina from like the ocarina of time yeah and it just got like it was on i remember it was on my front page like every day i just opened up youtube and it was on front page and i was like this video is getting recommended like crazy Mm -hmm. four and a half million views on that video yeah and he has another one with one million views yeah yeah i mean those videos alone that's crazy see he makes i really like this guy's channel because he's making like beats in like really unique ways like like uh, yeah he makes made a beat with a pencil made a beat with minecraft blocks that's like he, he does crazy things man i like that i see one here made a chill beat for avatar the last airbender mm-hmm. which that's like my favorite tv show like, i'm definitely yeah. gonna pick that shit up or look so that dope. shit up i'm yeah, into that so have- I actually have a Spotify uh, song that's like Avatar Last Airbender. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking send me that. I love Avatar. Like, that's my favorite shit. Yeah. So, what's like, how are you like, you know, because you want to, you said you kind of want to get into this stuff. Like, what are you thinking in terms of like how you're going to make videos and shit? Um, well, I think like the best way, like you said, is just to get grinding. Like, that's what I saw him do. Like he just started one day making it. And I mean, the first ones were a little rough. He's sort of like Kyle Beats too, where he does sort of vlogging. Like he sort of will like meditate on camera at the start and then like go and do his beat making. Like he's pretty like spiritual and stuff, right? Um, so like, yeah, like, or he'd be like walking back from, uh, I think he took Taekwondo and he'd be like doing a little vlog and then go make beats. But uh, yeah, I just sort of want to get going and just, just start grinding out videos, just get a habit of recording one maybe every week or every day or whatever I can manage. Right. Just right. start getting in that pattern. Right. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. And I think that's something everybody should be trying to do is just grind out that content. I know for me, it's helped me a lot to have this podcast that I do all the time because I think I like the podcast for me because it's kind of an excuse to like talk to people in a way. 
like, I mean, we can, I could always just pick up the phone and or DM people be like, yo, you want to just talk on the phone? I do that too. But for like, for like bigger names, like it helps me a lot to be able to DM dudes and be like, yo, do you want to be a guest on the show? Mm-hmm. And it's really like, to be honest with you, like I end up just kind of making it like a coaching call for me. <laughs> like I get like, it's <laughs> almost like I get free coaching because I can just yeah. ask them questions. Like and it's cool because I'm asking them questions, framing it like it's for the audience, but it's really not. It's like just like for you me. You can take so much from it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do that. Like I just fucking got how to rap Drew. I put that episode out yesterday. I think like mm-hmm. that's a dude I've been following for fucking years. And, uh, I just was like, do you want to be a guest on the show? But really in my head, I'm like, I just want to talk to this dude. Uh, and he gave me some awesome tips and I'm like, Oh wow. Like this is legit. Um, like Legion beats, like it's fucking crazy. Elmito, mm-hmm. like, and it's just like, it's not like I'm anything special. I mean, I just have this podcast and I'm like, yo, you want to like be on the show? And like, now it's like, oh, like these dudes probably are thinking like, oh, cool. Like I can get a little more exposure from this small ass little creative content creator guy. And I'm like, and fuck I mean, yeah. It's almost like they're, they're probably putting a little bit of a bet on you too. Cause they probably check you out and they're like, well, this guy's grinding his ass off. Who knows? You might be the next freaking academics or, you know what I mean? Like you might be popping off or, you know, have like a huge podcast, right? Like in the long run. So it's sort of like a chance they're taking as well. Like you could, it's a little bit of exposure. It could be a lot too. Right. Totally. But yeah, yeah. Same, I noticed the same thing with there's this other guy I know named uh, Prism HQ, Jake Prism. That's my guy. Like he, yeah. Yeah. He's got a podcast too. And he's got the exact same thing, man. He got some really big names on like his first 10 podcasts. And I was like, that's, I was like, props to you, man. That's pretty impressive. Like, and he's only 15. You, have you talked to him? Yeah, yeah, we talk all the time. Okay, so we do, me and him do too. Like, that's crazy. Like, I just texted him today. So that's wild as shit. That's fucking awesome. That's awesome. Like, that's what I love about Instagram is how, like, that shit, like, the world of it could be so small. Yeah, and it's like, isn't he in, like, I think he's, like, in the East America or something like that? Yeah, he's in North Carolina. Yeah, and then you're in Los Angeles, and then I'm in Canada. Yeah, well, I'm in the Bay Area, which is like six hours north, but like fucking same thing. California. Okay, yeah, yeah, California, yeah. But it close. can connect, yeah. Like it's crazy, we can all connect. And Omido's in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. It, I love Instagram for the networking aspects of it, and um, you know, I know Jake, like his thing has been like he just created perfect content for Instagram, and it just he smashed Instagram, like killed it. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, honestly, like, I don't know if he was like drawing inspiration from my stuff, but like what he was posting was like basically on like me, him, like a few other guys, infinity drops, like a few other guys were posting like almost the same content, like every day. And it wasn't on purpose. Like I would literally make my post and like, I think we were all sort of modeling after like cosmic Academy and stuff like that. People that already had like big, big build followings and stuff like that. And then, yeah, like we'd post our posts and sometimes they were like literally exactly the same, just different design or whatever, you know, but right, yeah. So yeah, me and him were literally like on the come up together pretty much. Yo, did you get on his podcast too, on Jake's? Yeah. Yeah. I was on like the sixth episode. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Very cool. Dude. I didn't even make that connection till just now. Like that's so funny. Yeah. That's crazy. So, um, 
you know, we're, we're rounding up to about an hour. So like, give us like one, you know, one last like tip or one last like word of wisdom from Kame beats that you could give people, um, before, before we sign out of here. Uh, just don't be afraid to post things, get consistent, try to up your quality and just, you know, try to learn, you know, it's get in love with learning because that's going to be your best friend. It's just, you know, increasing your knowledge and just learning and, you know, don't always think you're right to be open-minded and be able to learn how different people do different things too, you know, that's basically it. Right. Awesome. Dude, that's good stuff. Where, where's the best place for people to find you? I'm always active on Instagram pretty much. So like at Kame beats one, you can DM me there. I'll probably always reply. Nice. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you so much for hopping on the show, man. I, I appreciate it a lot. I appreciate your time. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Um, you know, and if you, you know, for, for those of you listening at home, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, share with a friend, Go hit up Kame Beats. Obviously, super active on Instagram. And the, the page itself has got great content. Very, very helpful. Um, very insightful. Uh, good stuff. So make sure to check them out there. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you again, bro. I really appreciate it. I know you see me.